All right, welcome to another episode of Nerdcast. Nerd! Never ever tired of it. Um, so yeah, the last one, according to our, our records, was probably over to, about a year a year ago, a year and a bit. Um, so yeah, it's not going to be very very you know um, regular. We just do this when there's really important nerd news to talk about. But and who so are I, you? Uh, so yeah, I was just going to get into that. So um, a little bit of apology for how long this has been. So I'm Deji, and I have with me two um, of my usual guests. Mo? Hi, I'm Mo. <laughs> and Honey? Hello, I'm Honey Badger. And we're not guests here. We occupy space. They are <laughs> <Exactly>. guests. Exactly. <laughs> so... We're going to, we're just going to get into it. Um, so yep. we have two big stories to talk about. Um, the first one, I think we need to go straight into um, uh, a piece of news that um, uh, uh, got uh, announced uh, earlier this week by Nintendo. Um, but it's really about preservation and legacy. So Nintendo announced that they were going to be closing the Wii U and the mm-hmm. Nintendo 3DS digital stores. So, you know, typically you go online, you'd buy a digital game and you download it into the Wii U console, onto the 3DS uh, consoles. Um, And they announced that they were going to be closing this in 2023. This caused a little bit of a furore online because Mm. um, particularly for the 3DS, which is, you know, Nintendo's former handheld console before the new Switch, um, the 3DS store has a combination of about three consoles worth of games. Um, actually, maybe it's four. Um, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, the original DS, and then the 3DS game. So that's four, four um, mm. um, stores, and majority of those games are digital um, only. Yeah. What means that you can't find them in print. There's no cartridges for them anymore. Um, and uh, apparently, the big issue here is that once they close those stores, you can't even get access to any games you've already bought. Mm. Which right? is annoying. And so that brings into, um, into sharp light the whole preservation and legacy of any digital games. Because, you know, in other media, like the movies or music, you can, in most cases, get very old, um, uh, formerly released content, either as DVDs or vinyls or CDs and so on and so forth. Mm. So I wanted to open up the conversation with you guys. Like, what are your thoughts when you hear that? I'm frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us why you pissed, Mo. I'm pissed because I have a lot of games on my 3DS. Because mm-hmm. um, I bought games on the 3DS. I mean, I've started replacing the really good ones like you know, Ace Attorney. I started actually buying them. But the last Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice, I bought it on the 3DS store. I downloaded the, the um, DLC as well on the 3DS store. And that mm-hmm. just pisses me off because it's like, okay, I have to go get those again. I mean, usually I have all the cartridges for almost everything. Just the last Ace Attorney games because you couldn't even get those um, physically. physically for a very long time, which is why I downloaded it. Mm. So I'm actually quite pissed about that. And I have other games like Ghost Trick and everything mm. which I downloaded, which I now mm. seems like I have to go buy again. Which is really annoying. I don't know why they can't be like Apple. Like Apple hasn't fully discontinued the app, the iPod. You can still use the iPod. You can still buy things in the in the iTunes store. Even though yes, everyone now has an iPhone. So I don't know where they can just 
keep that open at least so we can still have access to stuff that we bought so can i ask you a question though so does that mean that mm. what's on the digital store you could actually also buy physically no not always not all so the for time. instance oh. so for instance the, the, the game um honey um, Dupa just talked about is the spirit of justice there are certain games that were only released digitally there mm. isn't yeah. a physical um, because they were trying the to cut costs in the western region because they were like, oh, you guys don't really like us attorneys, so we'll blow all the money in Asia, but you guys can get it digitally. So you don't, yeah. we didn't get physical copies of that game when it was released which in is, 2014. Which is stupid because, you know, one of the backward things about the video game industry is that um, splitting... Um, media into regions yeah. which is so yeah. antiquated yeah. i don't understand because yeah. you're going particularly yeah. a lot of these games now where you can actually have where they generally tend to be subtitled yes exactly so you don't need to hear yeah bro shoot him in the head um thingy you know you don't need I, I, most of it is just scrolling yeah exactly and, i know and, but i think it's like oh sorry sorry no no i was just going to say very quickly that sort of if people don't get confused with the switch that no longer has is no longer region locked you can buy a game from anywhere and play it on that console but in addition to that sometimes in other regions they don't print it physically they just go you know what we'll print it for let's say the japan region we'll allow it to be physically um, available but you know what in america we'll just put it online i think my my concern is the fact that um and I think this may link into something um, we may talk about later, is the fact that when we come to the current world we're living in, where people are streaming and no one's owning anything, there's this big, big issue where you've spent money to acquire air. <laughs> so basically, you spend all this money and you own nothing at the end of it. Now, I know that the idea of ownership may seem archaic and old-fashioned, but I'm sorry, this is the reason why I don't buy digital books. I want my own books I want my DVDs. I want my CDs. I I don't want my entertainment to be predicated on someone or a business existing or not existing or then deciding that they're going to limit my access to whatever information I want. That, that there's an issue with that but i think we're starting with google which is kind of like the encyclopedia for the world now and wikipedia a lot of you just thought oh yeah i'm just going to throw my encyclopedia away throw my dictionary away throw anything physical away but what you're not realizing is that there's a massive massive gap there and all your ownership rights are being curtailed but i don't know i agree so what are your <clears throat> thoughts <clears throat> just i agree with that um the, the other point i wanted to make was that i know that with some gaming um, developers, they were hesitant to make some of these games because of they were, they weren't sure that the Western market Western there was uh, enough of a market in within Western regions for them to you know make a killing. And mm-hmm. even now, when they play certain games, they send me a questionnaire afterwards mm-hmm. to say, "Did you like? How it? did you find did it? You, yeah. did, how did you find it? Did you think? I mean, the last um, Ace Attorney game, which is very." very Japanese because it's certain feudal times there's mm. great um, Ace Attorney they, they said that they had to actually think uh, you know um, review that for over two years because they were not sure if Western people would get it because they had to make a decision we should we release the game or not we don't know we don't know but the thing is that I think that with more people I think they should trust the audience at the end of the day I know everything's about numbers but sometimes there's, there's been like an audience for this game for how many years so why can't they just trust us to, see, to look at the game and see if we like it or not? But 
that's why they made those decisions then of releasing it only digitally or releasing it only in certain places because they felt that oh, well we don't know if they will get it we don't know if they will like it which I think but, is but, but you see I don't I don't think that having digital games is a problem in in of in of itself only if they have proper plans for archiver, uh, archival archival yeah. so as an example yeah. you mentioned something that I wanted to clarify um, if you have the original Apple iPhone and mm. your Apple iPhone is still working, you can access the store on that device and still download any app that works on that device. And if you have bought it, you have your history of the apps that you've bought. I don't understand why Nintendo, for instance, and to an extent Sony and Xbox, but mostly Nintendo would not... I understand why maybe removing the ability to make payments on those devices makes mm. sense because that costs them some money. But from an archival point of view, from the fact that I've paid money for that piece of content, they shouldn't delete it. Or they could come up with an option yes. where it's that um, you, if they were making it more difficult that, okay, you can't do anything in terms of you can't make the payments mm. on your mm. own device. But mm. it's we know it's servers. You should be able to just go via your browser, log into your profile, now, and now, do whatever. That's now now that's interesting because in Sony, Sony announced that the original PSP mm. and mm. I believe maybe not Vita, maybe not Vita, but I definitely the original PSP, that store was being closed. Mm-hmm. So they closed the store. But guess what they did? I think on the Vita. You, that store is still open. You can buy on the Vita, and you can. You, and once you buy on the Vita, if you log into your PSP, you can still download. So basically, they you comport your um, identity with you because it's then, one identity okay, across, exactly, right? Yeah. And the idea is that if Vita store gets closed, you'll be able to log, and also you can log onto the onto the website, mm-hmm. into the store. You can log into your PlayStation Five or Four, mm-hmm. buy stuff. And then still be able to download. The idea is that because you need to be able to use your hardware. Access. Yes, because that's yes. also the same. Because the issue here is the fact that when you remove the, the software, then basically you're almost breaking the hardware. That's wasteful when we're talking about sustainability and things like that. But, and you yeah. use your hardware till you know you can no longer use it anymore. And I don't think there's an issue with that. But you still want to be able to play your games. Removing the software so you're not able to fully play your games on the hardware it's forced because they're trying to now force you to maybe another hardware it's almost like that built-in obsolescence yes um so they found mm. other ways in which to make your hardware obsolete and pushing you onto another platform or another mm. device and it's very very frustrating but the problem here is that in some cases actually in a lot of the cases even if you were pushed to the switch, as an example, which they were saying, mm. which, by the way, they mm. did say that, and they removed it of quickly. Course they, did. they actually wrote yeah. on Twitter, well, you can just play, buy a switch and play some of the games, and then yeah, a lot of gamers push back, went, well, hold on a second. I've already bought No, it. not even that. It's a turn, spirit of justice is not on the switch. Mm. So what the fuck are you talking about? It doesn't exist, right? Mm. At the moment. No, you, can, it you can play it on, iOS, on an iPhone, because it's released on Apple ecosystem, but it's not it's only on its videos. It's not so, a switch. So people no. went, well, hold on a second. It's not about you telling me to move on to another device. device because I already have a switch. It's the fact that the reason I own the 3DS it's is because, because I, the games can only be played 
in that ecosystem and, and on that platform. And access. And access, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the issue here is preservation and legacy. They are not, because Nintendo don't make their games available for PC. So the difference between Nintendo and Sony and Xbox is that a lot of their games, increasingly for Sony, you can now get God of War on PC. Mm. You can get mm. um, um, all these other games that are Sony-specific on PC, Uncharted on PC. So they are mm. now preserving it forever because someone actually has a CD or a DVD of that game that they can now put, um, um, you know, uh, historically uh, archived for forever. And because it's a PC game, you can always build a PC to, to play that game. Mm-hmm. But you can't build a 3DS. Mm-hmm. Once you stop making Nintendo mm-hmm. 3DS, that's it. Mm-hmm. Only Nintendo has that ability and that right to make that device. So it's just, it's funny. Now, the reason I wanted to make, I wanted to raise this is that, do you feel that there is a comparison because... Honey mentioned something to me yesterday that made me think about this. Right now, what you guys may not know is that Nintendo now has the Nintendo Online service. Mm. Nintendo Online service is increasingly becoming subscription-based because recently they announced um, a DLC for the Mario Kart um, 8 um, Deluxe, Mm -hmm. which is on Switch. But what's interesting is that they now have two ways in which you pay for it. One is downloadable, digital-only version of those tracks and the second is a subscription where as long as you pay a subscription like netflix you get access to those tracks now i was arguing with um, or having a conversation with him saying well this kind of preservation doesn't exist in music and i realized that actually i was wrong because there are a lot of artists i think mo <laughs> disabused me of that where they just mm-hmm. release only on digital mm-hmm. as well so they will also have the same issue in the future where certain people who have released an album in 2020 if spotify was to close or apple was to go belly up that's it you don't get access to that content anymore because it's but, streaming but, only hold on though but it depends so if you go to the apple mm-hmm. store and you buy maybe beyonce's album you are able to copy that on Twitch. yeah i'm talking about streaming i'm talking about apple yeah. music mm-hmm. because apple music okay. is purely streaming mm-hmm. so you can't okay. you can't burn that mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. spotify is purely streaming you can't burn that music yeah because it's like radio this is what people forget yes. i mean when i used to sit down by tape trying to cut out the bloody dj like stop talking because of the track you know <laughs> but you 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 can't really like sit down and burn Except if you want to do like we used to do back in the day where you get, you know, your your tape, you put it into something and then you're recording, recording it off. off the, but I'm going, well, if I'm analog. streaming via Spotify, why the fuck am I going so old school? Exactly. <laughs> and so do you not think that in, let's say, in five years' time, there'll be lots of albums, maybe not five years, ten years' time, twenty years' time, there'll be a lot of albums that are lost? Yes. To history yes. because the same thing I'm complaining about with Nintendo is actually happening everywhere else. So, and I yes. think that is a very, very strong point because first, there's no curation. Yes. Then, mm-hmm. secondly, if, for instance, you decide, oh, I don't do this anymore, gone. And because there's so much going on, you, could, you just get forgotten. Yes. And then people mm-hmm. go, oh, do you remember that seminar album? Who's going to remember? Because most of the time, well, if you're streaming stuff, it's not like you're sitting down thinking, oh, my God, this is really, really good. I'm going to write down the details of this particular artist. It could be mm. that maybe you like it or you do, you're going to do something digitally. So if that is no longer available, how are you going to see all the things you liked? Yes. How do you, like, for mm. instance, I just realized that, you know, on our other um, podcast, program, you know, episode 99, we were talking about um, Oscars and movies. And I, I suddenly realized, okay, the harder they fall, um, the Apple mm. um, uh, Shakespeare thingy, they are not going Macbeth, to release yeah. that mm-hmm. as a DVD, It'd right? Be, yeah. So if, 
for whatever reason, in 10 years' time, Apple decide, you know what? They just want to erase all that Apple work. Plus doesn't work out for us. We're going to close gone. that down. It's gone, isn't it? Because I just realized that apart That's from, as an actor, what's your legacy? Yes. How, how, do, I, mm-hmm. how do I show... Because right now, we can still watch... Um, um, very classic movies that were made in 1958 mm. now because you just have to buy the DVD or the Blu-ray. Exactly, go singing in the rain. Yeah, you, they're actually making that into Blu-ray, but exactly. we're not seeing certain new streaming movies released anyway as DVD or Because Blu-ray. they're removing ownership. They're saying all you can do is you pay ticket for admission, that's it. So you just need to rely on your memories. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and also... We, we, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, Mo, go on. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying, just like, uh, because I've heard, because I've been watching this like a hawk, like, when is the DVD or when is uh, Spider-Man coming on streaming? And I mm-hmm. heard that the, the DVD is coming out, yeah, like, yeah. April, June, mm-hmm. and there's a hundred minutes of added Extra. scenes. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, they made it like a big event, and I was just thinking, what's the last DVD that people were like, oh, yeah, I need to get that, or I need to watch that, because I, I did think that, yeah, I love things are streaming, I don't hear about, oh... You know, it's a movie that I streamed two years ago that, oh, here's the DVD and it's got some extra bonus scenes. <laughs> like, yes. No one is talking about that anymore. Like when Lord of the Rings came out and they had like the whole, you know, like it was the whole thing like, oh, here, here, book, you know, book things as well. And like, you know, you have like even an alternate movie that yeah. has commentary on it. Yeah. You don't get that anymore, basically, because I mean, everything seems disposable. Uh, because mm. Honey and I went to uh, a store, CX, a store where you buy old DVDs and, and stuff like that, or buy DVDs that people are pre-owned. And we noticed yeah. that for a time, Netflix were releasing certain contents as DVDs, yeah, which I was not aware of. TV shows, not Not movies, street. yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, TV, TV shows, shows yeah. not movies. You're actually correct. And I just realized, okay, so a lot of their movies, which some of them are good, are okay, I don't think you can ever get to watch by yourself, but to watch in your mm. own time. You know, mm. as a DVD, as you know, offline content, um, and it made me think about Apple because I think Apple Plus, so Apple Plus and Prime are interesting because they do not release anything physically. I realized because I checked, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm. "Oh, they don't at all." So, I mean, do you feel people? Do you think that it is that these companies are going to live forever? Do you think there is an issue here, or is it that modern? younger people who are getting onto the you know are watching media nowadays don't care themselves it's just like you know cars are now you can now subscribe to cars you can subscribe to music you'll subscribe to movies you're now now going to subscribe to games is that what life is going to be that okay the content is there it might be good no one cares i think and this is going to be a bridge to our future conversation about nfts i think Mm. the ownership culture in terms of physical ownership is being eroded okay because i think a lot of these companies are trying to get you into digital ownership where they can get money from you again and, and again, again and, and again, again. Yes. because once you buy a couch <laughs> and you sit down on it who's gonna come charge mm. subscriptions to sit on your couch but if they can get you buy a digital couch where you pay a subscription for the rest of your life to sit down that's where the money is that's me being cynical, but more. No, I don't. no, no, no. I don't think that's cynical at all. No, okay. I can actually see no. um, a, a sofa warehouse selling you a sofa on a subscription on basis. basis. I can see that. Yeah, no? I agree. I think it's basically too much choice, too much choice, um, and just everything being so de- defragmentized. In fact, of just 
everyone has a stake in the game now, even someone who's just meant to sell you books, which is Amazon. <laughs> everyone has programming. So everyone just goes, well, I have a lot of choice. So, and I don't, I don't feel as if I have to own everything because of the, mm-hmm. also the levels of quanti- quality that you get. I don't know. I mean, the only time I've seen ownership, when, well, I felt it was ownership before when I first heard about the CD sales, how people buy lots of CD sales of um, CDs of certain artists. But then I found out that it's only for clout chasing, it's only for numbers. Because I read a story about how all these people buy million, um, thousands and thousands of uh, K-pop artist stuff that they now donated to, um, what's it called, to charity shops afterwards. So it's not even oh, for like, I'm keeping wow. this. I'm keeping this because of, this is a really good album. They buy it, get the photo card, <laughs> and then they dump the CDs. You know why you're right? Because so we noticed think, a lot of movies yeah. in, in CEX where there were so many copies of them. And we're like, why are they not keeping it? And like, um, what's that um, lady that you, we were doing Christmas? Um, uh, lady uh, and Mariah. No, no, no. Sorry, the movie we watched. Um, the oh, British. Movie. I thought I said lady. Uh, sorry, movie. Uh, what's it called again? Oh crap! The, the British we lady. We um, the, you know, it was one of your movies. Ah, oh, God, ignore me. Anyway, there was a part one, part oh, two, Bridget and part Jones. Bridget Jones. Part one, part two, and part British. three. You got it all wrong. Bridget Jones is a British character, isn't it? You when you said the lady, you were oh, not talking about Bridget Jones. I was. No, I, I, I can't. I was talking about the actress. So what? There was another reason. I'm not going to do. Oh, I thought there were three three Bridget Joneses, right? Films. Yes. Films, yeah, yeah. Yes. So the first one, oh my god, there's so many copies. Floating and computer I was like, wow, I think there was like a hundred of them. And Edge of Reason too. Edge of Reason, there's like certain movies. So anyway. But the third one, not maybe most people didn't buy it. Maybe by the time yes, the third one yes, came yes, out, I think so, yes. people either didn't buy it or they just decided that maybe it's on Netflix, so I do not know. Yeah, and maybe they rented and, it. Or, and also or there's that, hun. There's people going, eh, it's on Netflix. I do, I'm trying to be more minimalist. I don't need all these DVDs. Mm. There's also that as well. They're like, oh, what's the use? I already got Netflix. People think Netflix is going to be there forever. Exactly. That's and that is what thing. is interesting. Because I go, if there's another plague <laughs> in five years' time, and that plague happens during the time that, you know, oh, there's a t- you're cut off in terms of electricity or your Wi-Fi is down, how are you going to entertain yourself? And you can't leave your house. Because me, I, I know that most people would have said, oh, so did you buy your DVDs because you thought there was going to be a plague? I, no. I like to own shit. Mm. And when I own my stuff, it is because it is my special stuff. But what is really, really interesting to me is the fact that in whatever media, if it's like, for instance, they take electricity, I think it has a lot to do with um, how I grew up, growing up in Nigeria. Mm. Because if there's no electricity, you've got to entertain yourself. And I think because I grew up in a point where, you know, we all always had power outages. But a book, all I need is a candle or a lantern, you know? And that's and I, it. Exactly. And also, if I don't have the internet, because we grew up without the internet, then you can just play your DVD or play your stuff if you do have electricity. And I think maybe because a lot of people have been brought up in the land of plenty, of milk and honey. So they don't... Too much never occur to them that there'll be no electricity, there'll be no um, internet, none of those things. So I think it's taken for granted. Mm. And then the fact that they think Netflix or these companies are going to um, last forever. And I think that's that thing that they're not thinking about. 
when Bruce Willis found out that he couldn't will his entire music library that he bought mm. um, on Apple, remember mm. he was trying mm. to um, really yes. lobby them and go, I should be able mm. to will this to someone else because I own this, I bought it. So mm. that was quite, in- and that was about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So the mm. fact that when he immediately he raised that, I was like, actually, that's true. Mm. And all the mm. music I have bought on Apple now, I'm looking to find a way to get the physical copies. And I'm not buying any new, any new stuff anymore. Um, on mm. Apple Music because I'm going, no, I can't I, do I this. Stopped. I've got to own this mm. shit. Because if I bought them enough because I love them, then I've got to be able to um, get them physically. physically yeah. The only um, mm. the only concessions I make are for singles. But then, mm. back in the day, I bought a ton of singles. Mm. I still have my singles uh, back there. So, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how people are going to um, deal in terms of ownership, preserving legacy and things like that. So I'm going to wrap this up now because um, I want to move on to the NFT talk. But the last thing I want to say is quickly highlight a point Honey made before about um, people maybe doing this to resell. Going back to the, to the video games thing, people doing these things to sell it to you again and again. So I think that's a very strong point because of the announcement by Nintendo with Mario Kart 8 specifically saying that it's going to be part of subscription service. It's going to be DLC. Mm. The reason why the DLC line is now interesting is because if they can now close stores where you can no longer get that digital uh, content mm. that you bought as DLC, mm. it means mm. that you know these additional new tracks are never going to be physically available for mm-hmm. Legacy. Yep. And if they were to now push that into an online service moving forward, mm. you would have to subscribe to mm-hmm. get access. So that looks like that's yeah. the future mm. for Nintendo mm. and it's definitely the future for mm. other consoles. All right. So the next one is NFTs. Now, <laughs> this NFT yeah. story is, is really about two specific people. One is Nike and StockX, which I don't know if mm-hmm. more you've heard about. We'll, we can tell you what that is. And the other is our favorite Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Right, so maybe your favorite. Oh my god, <laughs> this is my first impression. Reese So basically, the Nike and StockX. Are you are you uh, are you aware of this? I know Honey is. Do you know anything about the yeah. Nike stock? Okay, so StockX is a website that uh, are resellers of um of of sneakers basically, and and oh, trainers, trainers, as well. trainers, 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 tra- trainers, slash trainers clothing as well. Um, yes, yes, that's true. Accessories. That's true. Clothing, yeah. accessories. The reason why I'm not saying sneakers is because we're British. We don't do sneakers. Yeah. That's true. We do that's trainers. True. Yeah. And um, what happened recently was that I think this happened from like December last year was um, particularly for trainers and particularly for specific, you know, hot on the market trainers, the Jordans, the Adidas, that kind of stuff. Um, they were providing... StockX was um, providing. providing NFTs of those trainers with trainers that they sold. So if you buy, let's say, a Jordan 1, um, you have the option of buying the NFT attached to those Jordans. And apparently, you know, you own it, even though you don't really own it. You own it, but it's obviously sitting on <laughs> StockX servers. Now, the reason where Nike comes into this is that Nike was like, ah, hold on. What the fuck? These are our this is our trainers. You can't yeah. you can't sell um, an NFT, an NFT yeah. because it's a trademark infringement of our property. Yeah. Um, and so this is the f- this is because obviously this has been happening a lot, by the way. So different people have been taking other people's content, you know, images, pictures, co- voice, 
sound video and then we'll be selling it as nfts so and I the birkin one is also an interesting one yes furry birkins where this guy decided to make a furry birkin picture and then create it as an nft and hermes was like are you drunk <laughs> is he <laughs> this drunk? is our intellectual property why would you and he was like well i created this it's not like you make furry birkin bags Anyway, but it's similar to so, this. So it's interesting where this NFT thing is getting to a head where now brand companies and also people, because there have been lots of um, P- um, NFT, P- NFT companies making NFTs of actual people mm. and selling them NFTs and the people going, hold on, that's me. Why? Mm. How the fuck? So now that seems like everything's come to a head where people are now starting to sue. For copyright infringements, yes. trademark infringements, intellectual property rights, um, and it's—I I was wondering when this would happen because, I mean, for fuck's sake, it, it's very obvious. I mean, a lot of NFTs sold out there actually are not made by the people who own that content in the first place. Then where Wispen comes in is actually very interesting. She has a company which is Wow Woman's. World of Women. World of Women, that's it. World of Women. She's got a company yeah. called World of Women. And what she has done, very unique, is that she's, she has a partnership with an NFT collective, right? Mm-hmm. Where she is, ju- just like how she does in movies, where she would um, buy the rights to a book, then convert that into a movie, into a TV show. She is buying either the rights or maybe access to the NFTs, and she wants to make movies and TV shows based off those NFTs. Which is confusing because the NFTs specifically are artworks of women creators. So it's literally digital pieces of art that she is somehow going to build them out into a character universe and franchise. Including feature films, scripted and unscripted TV series. Okay, so to me... The first thing I always tell people is NFTs are really <laughs> receipts. <laughs> they are. That's what I was like. They have out of me. Yeah, that it, it, it's an alpha. Like, no. In no. all, it's a non-fungible token. It's basically a receipt. And I was, when I was having this conversation with DJ, I was like, look, it's very easy for an actor or a musician to get caught up in NFTs because they think about residuals and, you know, royalties into perpetuity. I was like, no one has a job like that. <laughs> I go to my job. I do my work. I don't get royalties. I don't get fucking residuals. But because they do, they're thinking, oh, this now means every single person, particularly if an artist, can also benefit from residuals and um and um, royalties. The reason is because um, they will be thinking to themselves that, well, um, okay, if you create a piece of art and it was worth maybe um, five, maybe because it was worth uh, maybe five million when you sold it, and then after 10 years, it's now worth, um, what do you call it, 50 million. But me as the original person who actually sold it, um, who made it, do, do not, um, does not get the benefit of that. So I can understand NFTs trying to bridge that gap. So me going to work, do some work, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> NFT, if you do anything and profit off what I've done, I want to cover this. Okay, so I can understand their logic around that, but it is yeah. still stupid because you cannot it's build dumb. stuff around. It doesn't make any sense. 
But maybe they'll come around out and tell us something different. In the Nike versus StockX one, what was interesting was the fact that I was t- we're having this conversation. I said, look, if StockX can prove that the NFT is a receipt, Nike is going to lose. Because if they come out and say, well, this is a receipt, this NFT is a receipt and it's linked to your shoes, to these shoes that this person has bought, Nike is going to lose. But what's going to happen is Nike will now decide that from the very moment they start making any new shoes, they sell an NFT with those shoes. And that automatically kills um, StockX. Because Mm. now you do not need anyone. You can go to eBay if you want. You can go somewhere else. As long as you're selling those shoes with the original NFT that's come from Nike, Nike could even own the platform. You don't need anyone else. So that shows the validity and the authenticity of the shoes. So it just seems to me now that a lot of people are going to start making things with NFTs. And they were like, we own it. And then they may build into that NFT that they're going to get royalties into perpetuity. So anytime you sell something on or you do anything else with it, I get a cut 10%. And you put it on a blockchain and it means that that blockchain works alongside whatever things you're selling. Now you can decouple it and decide, okay, I'm going to sell these shoes. Fuck the NFT. But that means that whoever is buying me go, mm, is it authentic if you don't have the NFT with it? Because exactly. I know Nike with the NFT. NFT. Mm. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. But I said, but if you take it to the ultimate conclusion, me as a consumer, did I sign up to this? If I buy something and you give me a physical receipt and it's not an NFT, why should that remove the value? And um, did you then make the point that, well, if you buy something as a consumer and you buy it with an NFT and if you sell it on, you have to then pay a cut to Nike or something. Mm. How is your experience different from someone who just buys the shoes, <laughs> gets the receipt, and say, "These are my shoes"? Yes. So it's almost like that's two different consumer experiences. And could it be Nike then goes, "Well, if you're going to buy it with an NFT, it's going to be cheaper because I'm going to get further income if you sell it on." And then you who buys it with just a normal receipt, you buy it at the full price. You know, like Tesco do yeah, with their yeah, um, yeah. with their ro- loyalty cards. That it's different price for people with yeah. loyalty card loyal cards. And but we're going. What, where is it going to end? What's the world going to look like in an in NFT world? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, exactly. Yeah. And the, uh, the other thing I just want to mention very quickly is that NFTs are crazy, um, crazy energy inefficient. Inefficient. Yes. And it's, it's it's yes. Yeah, so even when we're talking about that idea, I thought, okay, yeah, they could try and do NFTs as receipts, but it seems like it's going to have to be for very, very special items. Yes. Um, in the first place anyway. You know, it, it seems like it's going to now become a domain of the super rich because if you were, I don't know, someone who was buying... Uh, a one million pound Ferrari. It makes sense that they might now do an F- NFT with it, or let's say uh, we're talking about works of art. Yes, or diamonds, uh, or diamonds, things like that. or something like that. Because the cost to build to create that NFT is too great from an energy perspective. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened to paper? It's the same way that AirPods get on my fucking nerves. Before the AirPods, no one is charging earphones, but now we're going to consume energy to charge fucking earphones. Does that make any sense? But now we're going to now consume tons of energy to create a receipt, a digital receipt, because someone wants to eat money, eat the money twice, ten times, twenty yeah, times. Yeah. I know it, it doesn't. It, I, I'm waiting for it to fail. I'm actually waiting. For yes, and I'm because it doesn't make you. any sense to me. It makes no sense. I think we're we're spending way too much time online. Mm. I think that's what it is mm. because it. I'm. I, I don't get it. I'm. And I think people still don't know what it is. Mm. People yes. think it's some kind of. Um, you own the actual product. That's what people still think. Because that's another like, thing no. that Deji was talking about. Things being finite. 
the things are fine when things are physical and finance they have value yeah when things are mm. digital and infinite they have no value so yeah. when someone says you're buying park avenue in some like, metaverse <laughs> yeah because what i was saying was that um you know um right now um one of the last points i'll make because i know our batteries are all dying was is that um a lot of people are buying property nft property yes. in, on digital mm. platforms and I was telling her, we were discussing. That may not I, said, exist in the future. I said, okay, the interesting thing is that, the, and by the way, these digital spaces are very, very expensive. I mean, a million yeah. pounds from a million pounds, yeah. rivaling fucking real homes. And I said, well, the reason why, why property on earth is expensive is because we have finite space. The earth has a finite number of space. <laughs> so, therefore, each piece of land you carve out is actually worth something because it's cannot be replicated replicated anywhere else else. but the problem with buying let's say westminster in on a digital server somewhere is that you can copy said westminster to another server you can do that 10 million times how is that worth a million pounds right and those and all these spaces are not seamless they're not connected exactly so you're going to have to buy westminster on 50 different platforms that do not <laughs> connect forms. to each other exactly and then hope that oh that platform is going to take over and and take, one, and exactly to... that one particular platform basically strikes gold and so, it's the one that people use i've got to say you know ridiculous. this is this is the time for the scammers because i understand this and we understand this i'm thinking oh, should we set up something i mean <laughs> it's true because it's not illegal but yes, it's on it's, it's, but not, it's on it's ethical. unethical yes and and that and you know um you know, uh, Thingy, uh, Mr. Matrix uh, summed it up correctly when someone asked him, oh, are you into NFTs? Can and you? he laughed in their face yeah. and said, yes, he did. really, for something that is easily um, easily replicated? Uh, uh, replicated? He went, no, I am not into NFTs. So, you know. It's I like mean, geez, you just need to... Ch- you just need to turn off your computer and that's it. You don't have it anymore. I mean, <laughs> yes. it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I it's love like that thing that honey said. I love that. that you turn off your computer, your property is It's gone. like that example you gave, honey, that you said that that girl that was like, oh my god, I'm being bullied and being sad and bullied. And her mom was like, I can just turn off your computer. Just log out, Twitter. <laughs> That's, That's how I point. see it. Uh, okay. It's ridiculous. I would love it's, to end I'm on waiting that for note. it to crash. I think that's yeah. a fantastic way to end. Thank you very much, guys, for uh, being you. here and for uh, guesting on my show. Fuck that. We live here. Even though they are, <laughs> no. per- live though they are permanent guests, they are guesting <laughs> on the show. We're not that So, um, thank you very much. And we'll see you, you shortly. It's most likely I'm going to want to do an NFT part two because I think there's more to say. Um, but thank yes. you very much, Mo. Thank you. And thank you very much, honey. <laughs> thank you, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Bye.